takes to be a maverick To become a legend of the super pick Triple captain bench store a wild card It's not a double game with these decisions are hard We've got 45 minutes on this podcast Guide you through so you don't come dead last But we know it's all about the differentials Or will you Captain Harland again this week? FPL Mavericks FPL Mavericks FPL Mavericks FPL Mavericks Hello and welcome to FPL Mavericks. We are back. A hat trick. Although you could say two and a half or one and a half. I don't know. Roscoe, how are you, my friend? Yeah, very good, mate. Hat trick of seasons. <laughs> still here, still punishing myself. It's been a crazy couple of months uh, for everyone involved, I think um but really really glad to be back on the the pod and chatting about football again mate it's one of my favorite things to do it's really strange with it with it um been been a big hole um it's been missing for a few weeks now but we have had the women's world cup here in australia to keep us interested for the last couple of weeks at least yeah i think it's uh it's been a really interesting tournament i actually went and saw the south africa Holland game and the standard was brilliant. Um, really, really enjoyed it. There was about forty thousand people there. So, yeah, been good to have that round, mate. But nothing beats the Premier League and fantasy Premier League and looking at your score on a Sunday morning and just wanting to chuck your phone at the wall because <laughs> it's ruined so many Sunday mornings for me. Um, <laughs> so, uh, but but we keep coming back, don't we? We do. Well, for everyone that's uh, just joining us for the first time, this is FPL Mavericks. Uh, each week, we will be chatting everything at FPL, um, bringing you some Mavericks, so some uh, under 10% picks, and we've got a little competition which has been revamped this year. Um, some other nuggets as well, so that you can add things into your team as you go, and um, a couple of other points uh just on football i think mate you know there's a, there's often a reference in derby roscoe is a established fpl player had a good season last mate last season mate solid can we say solid that's that kind of not great but not terrible well mine was terrible. Think... what was your round? <laughs> oh i think it was around 300k um 250 or 300k yeah. I'm not remembering it exactly because it wasn't what I wanted. But uh, and it was it was unfortunately a bit worse than the year before where I'd made I think it was just outside the top 100 but 100k that is but uh yeah look solid and uh bit of something to build on. Yeah mate well I, I was fucking horrendous having um a good year the year before. I think it's the worst season I've actually ever had. It is. I've just checked my season history. 3.2 million but we, 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 learn, yeah. we move and we learn going against the Haaland, the robot is something that we I cannot do this season and I will not do. However, Maverick, I want to be. Now, that's it. I mean, look, you were 
you were a bit bit off by Christmas, and I think you just used it to experiment, right? And you're gonna you're gonna benefit from all that experimentation uh, that you did in the second half of last season for this season, right? That's, that's, that's <laughs> I've been talked down by the winner of the Mavericks League last year, which was an absolute Goliath of a league. In the end, I think we had over 150 people in the league. Um, Luke Mitchie Mitchell. Um, so congrats to him, but he's told me to stop taking hits. I don't know if that's going to last, though. You must have broken a new record for hits last season, that's for sure. Yeah. I reckon. I wouldn't be surprised if the uh, FPL official podcast contact you for a guest <laughs> appearance. <laughs> they probably do, mate. Um, so what we'll do is we'll jump straight into it, mate. Um, we'll have a little chat about the, the landscape and pre-season. Um, anything interesting in regards to um, FPL assets that are joining. Um, we'll bring on the Twitter league, get everyone uh, across the code, <coughs> we'll share, that, share that across our socials so we can make it even bigger and better this year. We'll then jump into the Maverick competition, which is going to be me versus Roscoe this year. Um, with the help of a guest each week uh, and we're going to rotate positions and then we've got a new um, segment to the pod which we'll go into at a time but it's going to give you a couple of ideas with a, uh, a label under it as well so without further ado mate FPL assets that you like for this season in the, that have joined from, from overseas yeah it's been a it's been a really tough um pre-season to, to to kind of follow and um i guess thinking about the drafts i've probably gone through three or four already there's a lot more i think to decide at this time with the price changes that have been made it means that you're actually really got to make some tough decisions between players um some of the big form players of last year have gone up in price and, and a new price you've got to establish are they then worth it so yeah, I found it really quite tricky doing the drafts. Um, and I think, look, the transfer windows, there's been a couple of big signings, but we haven't had like a, a Haaland sort of level signing to, to look at. I think in most cases, you, you're looking at these new signings and trying to figure out actually how they'll go. And it's not not obvious. So like an Nkuku at Chelsea, who's now injured anyway, um, but, um, you know, Hodgson for United, you know they're not proven proven players for premier league standards so we'll have to wait and see yeah it's going to be really interesting i saw obviously that um city have just brought them the most coveted defender in the world in guardiol is that how you say his name why yeah. is, why is i don't know honest i just said yes but i have no idea <laughs> guardiol guardiol i don't know what the gv we'll have to find somebody to tell us <laughs> um but we know he's a very decent player so that's going to solidify their back four for sure um McAllister at Liverpool I think he's a really decent buy so with McAllister so do you think though he plays deep because in terms of FPL points Brighton used him in two different roles and so you had to pick him when you knew that he was playing an advanced role and if you you know when he was playing deeper he just wasn't there on the points as he was a great player for them but he wasn't on the fpl points so where do you think he fits in that liverpool team and if it's deeper will he actually pick up the fpl points for us 
I think I, I don't think he's going to be like the Nunes or Jota or Diaz or Salah, but I feel like him just entering the box very late and just threading through balls is going to get his points. And I think his price point is nice at six. So I really think he's going to be a lot of a lot of people are going to. And I've just watched. I mean, I haven't watched the full ninety minutes, but just look, looking at a few highlights of Liverpool, he looks really lively, and he's in. He's in. And he's in everything. So, I think he's a really good signing. He might not be the great for the FPL, um, but I wouldn't write him off just yet. Let's see what happens. Yeah, well, I think Liverpool have been out in Germany playing some um, pretty average German teams to get their confidence up, but have been knocking quite a few goals in. So. They'll uh, they'll hopefully uh, start start. He's got a tough fixture though. I think you mentioned off air, so to speak. He was uh, Chelsea first for Liverpool away. Yeah, Chelsea, and that that brings us on to quickly just speaking about their new guys and Kunku, who was is a hell of a player, bloody injured. Yeah, well, we have to mention then Nicholas Jackson, who which that injury makes Nicholas Jackson look like even more, um, you know, potential high potential. FPL asset at seven million. Um, I was reading about him yesterday. He's had a really good preseason for them, and he's uh, when he came on against, I think it was Newcastle. He scored, uh, scored, and got two assists, and he scored against Brighton as well. So, I think he's someone that they've bought as a, a more, up, you know, um, up and coming. He's twenty-two, you know, one for the future, but. He's actually played very well in pre-season and now with an injury of one of the other new signings, he could well be could well be starting. Yeah, mate, definitely. Um you've got to think him at seven million or now Watkins is at eight million. That's kind of the choice you, you you've got to be making. Someone who's proven but who's gone up in price, or somebody that's a bit cheaper but could be could be starting for Chelsea. Yeah, fair mate. Well, what we'll do is we'll we'll jump in. Uh, to the Mavericks very very shortly but first of all mate just want to get a couple of uh, targets for yourself what do you want to do this year what rank are you going for um top 100k for sure yeah for I think sure. that's, that'll be very very impressive as the games uh increased with numbers I feel yeah. like it's even harder to get to 100k that's it it's and um that would be my best finish if i can yeah so i think my best finish is about 112 yeah. k so that would be my goal but you know why not say top 1k wow okay, so go really go really hard for the big target but uh i'm too conservative for that 100k, 100K is, uh, is is a stretch so we'll go there I'll, I'll, I'll i'll join you there Although I think it um, will be too much. Yeah, 100K. I'll go for that as well. Cool. We uh, need to figure out a bet for this season between ourselves as well. Well, let's, man, let's do it. What do you want to do this time? We've still got two to pay. Oh, one put us on the spot here. Um, I don't know, mate. Usually beer's involved, isn't it? <laughs> so um a beer and dinner how about that a beer and dinner yeah all right all right a, a nice northern beaches dinner okay mate that sounds good because we'll actually get there 
out of our bubble. For all the listeners, we live in the northern beaches of Sydney and it is beautiful. We don't like leaving. Um, and but, you can't. <laughs> the buses don't run well enough. Uh, they run pretty well. Um, so the Twitter League this year. So what we'll do is we'll just read out the code very quickly. If you would like to join, I'm just having a quick look at if people have started to join it already because you can auto renew your leagues and everyone is in and more there's i'm scrolling down and it's gone at least four or five times so that's great but the twitter league code this year is lowercase s three five lowercase s lowercase lowest lowercase s eight so in quick mode s three five s s eight um i didn't know you had a quick mode mate <laughs> i don't <laughs> <laughs> and I, stum- <laughs> I stumbled on that as well <laughs> um right well let's let's jump in to the mavericks competition and for all the new listeners um roscoe do you want to just explain the maverick competition this year and, and what a maverick is yeah absolutely well let's do that in in two parts so what what is a maverick uh a maverick is a player that is under 10 percent owned in the game that we believe uh, or that you believe will um help you gain points on your rivals so somebody that is going to perform in that game week or over the coming game weeks um, and that others have not picked up on so that's what a maverick is we're looking at players below 10 percent owned that are going to perform well and our competition is going to be a simple head-to-head we're going to pick one maverick each each week um we're going to pick them from a position so we're picking from the same position, whether that's defender, midfielder, or attacker, and uh, we're going to go head to head on who's got the best Maverick every week as well. I think we also said that when we do get some guests in, we will invite the guests to choose who to play for in our competition, and they'll get to pick the Mav on our behalf the week that they're on the pod. Mate, exactly, and then also um, positions, right? We're picking them by position, yeah. But we are probably going to leave goalkeeper. It's a small pool of players, yeah, and less going to less focus. But definitely, we're going to be consistent with picking out of the same pool, so defenders, midfielders, or attackers. Perfect, mate. Well, yeah, that's it. I absolutely love that, and we'll have to formulate a another side bet for this ta- table as well. <laughs> yeah, true. Might not be as big as the dinner and beers. Otherwise, we'll be. <laughs> under the cosh there um all right lad well how about we get into the defenders to start off with and do you want to go first in terms of the maverick defenders yeah we're going to look at this week mm-hmm. uh now tell you what mate you go first <laughs> you go first. Uh, you okay. go first right well look i'm not gonna lie i haven't had a chance to watch loads and loads of football but I'm basing this off a long-term pick for, um, you know, players that haven't thought about it. Um, he's He's got, you know, left foot. That's all I know. <laughs> he started yeah. in the Community Shield for Arsenal. Does he um, have a right foot? I don't well, know. Or just the left. <laughs> um, he, it sounds though, as though he played quite well. He came from Ajax. Um, and it's Urien Timber. Um, he's won a couple of Dutch Cups, but I guess if you play for Ajax, you always do. 
Um, I mean, have you have you heard much about him, mate? I'm not going to lie. Not, yeah. Nothing at all. <laughs> um, but yeah, in terms of his price point, I like his price point as well. So he's actually 5.0, um, which is pretty cheap entry into the Arsenal back line. I feel as though he's obviously probably got competition from um, Tierney, potentially, if he gets his way back into the team. Um, what do you think? Do you, do you think he has got that competition from Tierney? Or? Yeah, there was rumours about Tierney going back to Celtic earlier in the window, um, which, you know, probably are just rumours, but it, it, it's just strange that Tierney, um, you know, with his injury, didn't really get inside and think he's a really great player so i'd be playing tierney at left back or left wing back if i was um arteta but i don't know anything about this timber guy so we'll have to wait and see i think well timber uh he's 4.9 percent so well into the uh maverick uh percentile and he's played 46.2 percent of preseason games for arsenal so I think he's if he's starting the community shield, he's he's nailed on, I think. So I'm gonna go with him. If a tree falls in the forest and no one's around to hear it, does he start for Arsenal? How about probably that? not? No, no, my luck. <laughs> That's good, mate. I'm struggling here with um to be honest. That's why I let you go first. Because there's quite an even spread, I think, in defenders. So when we're looking outside 10%, there's not any obvious picks here. Um, one that I'm going to go with purely on fixture uh, is Martinez at Manchester United. So Martinez is 5 million and he is 6.8% owned. It's obviously going to start for them or should continue to start for them and they've got wolves at home yeah and as i understand it wolves haven't signed a striker yet nor did they score any goals last year so um i feel like united will start the season with a clean sheet in that game i think that's a game that you'd you'd be saying that's a two nil uh two nil win to united open the account nice and simple turn wolves over that is my bet. So, so Martinez um, for United. Yeah, mate. I think that's a really good pick. He's a good player, isn't he? I think I, he's not going to win any headers in the air, <laughs> um, but he'll start. And I think Man United with um, Lopetegui just getting chopped or leaving, um, that's going to leave them like um, heart. Like I don't know what they're going to do. Like. That he's played a certain brand of football. He's left them, he's drilled them, he's had them for the whole preseason. Um, and then whoever comes in is just going to have to. And so Lopetegui literally just left this week, like yesterday. I'm I think yesterday, yeah. So this is like, yeah, the news articles are saying one hour ago. So they don't even have a coach in at the moment. So that's that, that strengthens my thinking on them struggling in that opening fixture O'Neill who is a Bournemouth Gary O'Neill is set to replace him so oh, the Bournemouth let go yeah hmm not hugely inspiring signing but he did do well with Bournemouth to be fair didn't he yeah so Martinez um there are not 
any others jumping out at the moment? You've got Sinchenko in there. Yeah. We could have had. Who knows where he plays? Um, I think the fixtures make it difficult for some of the others. Uh, possibly. Yeah, no, I didn't mean really no one else jumping out. Andy Robertson, but that's because people are going to just go with Trent if you're spending that much money on a defender. It's hard to justify Robertson, I think, for his price. And uh, who knows what's going to happen at Tottenham. Best not to pick their defenders at all, I'd say. Do you think, just going back to Timber and Zinchenko, do you think Zinchenko could just start left back and Timber hits the bench? Or what do you think there? Yeah, I mean, actually would be worth looking at what they've done in pre-season, wouldn't it? I haven't seen their starting lineups and if when Timber joined the squad. Because mm. if he's played three or four games in pre-season, he might, you know, you you should be fighting for your starting position. But um, if he's coming late, he might be he might be eased in over time, couldn't he? Yeah. So, now we look at him. Yeah, I mean, there's uh, our, our friend Gavardiol we talked about earlier. He's only one 1.8% owned, and so I, I think people are not expecting him to start at City. But you know, with Pep, he could. Who knows? Um, yeah. Timber seems to have started all the games in pre-season at left-back. Timber has. Well, there you go. So, yeah, maybe my fears are allayed. Um, right. Well, that's a, a good pair-off. Timber, who might not start, versus Martinez, who is very, very solid against Wolves. I wouldn't expect them to get past him. Um, but he probably isn't going to bring too many attacking points. So, hmm, could be a close one to start. Yeah. And do we think we know who United going to go with with fullbacks? Is it going to be Dalot? Luke Shaw. Surely. Luke Shaw, obviously. Yeah, sorry, that was a dumb question. I should have said right back because Shaw, Shaw surely starts. I don't know. I think it's Dalot and... Um, Wambasaka's still there. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he's such a good defender, but he just brings nothing going forward, does he? Nah, we'll have to wait and see. Cool. So we dive into our features. Yeah, so this is going to be a new segment to the pod where we're going to pick one topic each to talk about. Um, and it's going to just help FPL players and, and Maverick listeners to just look at something outside the box so as an overview of the uh fixtures we got bargain bucket which is under 4.5 million um mavcap which is basically anything but harland billy bandwagon so just the player of the time think lord lundstrom or Ling lingard in the past fixtures first so just because of the fixtures i test just yet yeah, no stats involved just we like him um statman just stats and then there's a couple of others like Phil the Phoenix, so just from the Flames, where he's been injured. Icarus, who a punt is just about to bomb and, and fall away. And then Safe as Houses is probably just going to be a goalkeeper. Anything you'd like Very to add? So. Now that's going to be uh, interesting. We'll, we'll cover a couple in each pod and uh, get around the grounds that way. Sure, mate. So what topic would you like to pick this week? um i will go for the bargain bucket defender i reckon oh. not that i've given that huge thought but i think everyone looking at the price 
of players in the midfield and attack, you need to get as much value as you can in your defence. Last season, defenders were not big contributors, apart from the obvious couple we know about. Um, but but really, it's it's not money that's particularly well spent. Yep. So this could be the way you make the difference and save some money for those attackers. Uh, at the moment, um, I think there's been talk of a couple of uh, the new boys. So in Luton Town, he's already got quite high ownership, which is Amari Bell. Yep. Burnley have got Jordan Bayer uh, and Sheffield United, George Baldock. They're the three that are the currently the highest owned um, that, are, that are only at four million. So yeah. it's going to be tough, right? I, I think Luton have got Brighton and that's going to be very tough for them to get anything in terms of clean sheet points. Um, and then it's just hard to predict how they'll go. I think Burnley are um, just because um, the man's such a good coach I've forgotten his name. The company manager. Company. Company. That's it. Company's done so well in the championship, they walked it really. Uh, I think they'll start well. So I would go with Bayer. Yep. They say, or Bayer, Jordan. Yep. Um, over the other cheapy options. Yeah, fair, mate. I've honestly not seen much of him at all. So Burnley are going to, I've just got them in my heart, mind as uh, Daichi's. 442 lump it hang on for dear life but that's not the case anymore in the company i think they play some quite expansive stuff and sounds like he's part of everything on the, on the wings and yeah of so there is um there is a lot of choice at 4.5 i mean th th those guys i think four but i mean you 4.5 is still a bargain defender that opens up quite a few options and um, that we know about from from past seasons like i think tarkovsky who gets headers um doherty and craig dawson as well um are people in the past that have done well on they? so you can go for that big center center back that's that's going to get on the end of a cross um even someone like kilman did that a few times but uh, i wouldn't go with a wolves defender so let's go with Jordan Bayer and see how we go. Awesome, mate. Well, yeah, I feel like fixtures first is quite a tough one. Um, I don't want to go Arsenal again, even though they clearly have um, the best fixtures along with Man City. I think that's too straightforward. Um, so I'm actually going to go with a Chelsea player um, who I think is probably a bit of a maverick pick as well just due to injury um it's right. just, it's chelsea's captain and it's reese james so Ooh. i think he is pivotal and he's just a fucking wrecking ball of a fantasy player once he gets going they've got liverpool west ham luton forest bournemouth in their first five wow so after liverpool it is plain sailing that's that's where you're going to be hauling and surely he stays fit for five games doesn't he i mean based on last season no he doesn't <laughs> <laughs> it's uh you've always been the more optimistic one between us right now i think he's a really 
interesting um, conundrum. But the, the Reese James's class, Pochettino will will coach them well, and it's a that's a really good fixture run. Yeah, and you can always bench. You know, put him in your put him in your squad for the first five games. Bench him for the Liverpool game. Just see how they go, and um, and then bring him in for for those easier fixtures. Yeah, I mean the, the safer pick there was um, Chilwell. Well, I mean not much, not but not by much. Um, but he's played forty percent of the preseason games. As um, Reece James has, yeah, or Chilwell. Yeah, no, I mean he's when he's fit, he's great, and he's got to start. You know, you you think be crazy for for Poch not to to have him in the first eleven every week if he's available, um, based on last year. So that will be a good pick, mate. I think. Yeah, and I'm just double checking on what minutes. So Chilwell's only played fifty percent. So I mean, 50, I mean, there's ten percent in it about who you're going to pick from that Chelsea fullback line. Um, Do you know? Is it a back? five is it wing backs or is it a four i think it's back five i'm not sure i need to check it up to put you on the spot i'm just curious i think uh obviously reese james in that wing back role was deadly in an attack as well yes it's back back four so the back four at the moment is reese james or, or in dortmund game was reese james right back silver colwell and ben chilwell so four two three one was the last one, and then uh, did they play? No, they didn't play that. So yeah, interesting. That's good. I mean, the uh, I like your spin on our fixtures first feature, which is not the fixed. <laughs> Ignore the next fixture, <laughs> but, the ones, <laughs> but the ones after that are really good. <laughs> 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 well uh but i can't i can't um disagree with that that fixture run is yeah you've got to put liverpool aside that's a really good one for chelsea so i, I think it's too, easy. too easy to go arsenal city there so i wanted to give the listeners something to think about you know yeah it's good i uh i think that's uh that's good and, and even if it wasn't chill uh, or reese james think any Chelsea player um, is worth worth thinking about for the having in your team. Then, yes. because that first five games as everything settles, they are fixtures that they could do well in. So it could be the Jackson up front, um, or it could be going for one of their midfielders. Even like Mudrick, who knows? Um, could could be coming good there. So it's uh, having some Chelsea in there would be good. Yeah. Good man. We'll, we'll round it off, mate. Um, we'll keep these couple of other segments. Uh, upset of the week. Who you reckon? Let me scramble for the fixture list here. Um, upset of the week. So I'm going to say Sheffield United to beat Palace wow that's not a bad one actually because yeah palace are not great other than Eze, are they <laughs> roy hodgson's staying on yeah i know 
probably did well for them, but uh, they've got a great team, Palace. I mean, they should be comfortably, you know, mid-table, pushing top half. And those players that we talked about before last year, Eze and Elise in particular, they're young. You know, they're really young, so they're just going to get better. Okay, mate. Well, I will go for Villa to beat Newcastle. I think Villa are really strong at the moment. I think they're going to surprise mm. a lot of people. And Newcastle have been outstanding in their preseason form, I don't think. So they've conceded a lot of goals. Which is, you know, what not what their success was built on last season, getting into the Champions League. Yeah, well, and they'll have that to contend with in the fixtures later on in the year too, stretching the squad. So, no, that's very good. Yeah, two good upsets there, I think. Good man. Well, that was a really good, uh, quick and easy welcome back to Maverick Life, mate. Um, for everyone that is still listening, Twitter League again, get joined. S35, SS8. Really excited for the Premier League season and uh, even more excited to whoop your ass this year, Bosco. <laughs> well, do you know what? I was actually for a big part of this uh, winter for us, but some of everyone in the UK, I was quite dreading the FPL coming back. I was, I was, I was FPL fatigued from last year. And then in the last couple of weeks, I've been excited again. So I reckon full steam ahead. And I'm looking forward to the competition. Good man. Just quickly, who's going to win the league? City. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hopefully it's closer. Um, they look like they've made a couple of good signings. Harland has the same season again. It's going to be hard to dislodge him. I'm going to go ask think, maybe a different question. Who do we think is going to challenge them? Will Arsenal challenge them as hard again? Yeah. Will United have a better season and push? Liverpool is, I don't think, will have the quality. I think Arsenal will push them again. I think Liverpool actually do have the quality. I think they'll come round. Cool. So, top four? Uh, Arsenal, City second, Liverpool and United. And you think Arsenal can win the league then, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, they're a year older and wiser. And I think they've just built really well, Declan Rice. Yeah, yes. that's true, actually. They are going to be better. Um, Havertz would be an interesting to see how he goes. Yeah. Relegation? Bournemouth, possibly. Struggle. Yeah. One or two of the promoted teams. I haven't seen them. I think that's a hard one to call because I haven't watched the 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 um the promoted teams. But okay. if I did literally guess, I reckon I reckon company will keep Burnley up. Um, uh, yeah, go on. You carry on. So who else at Sheffield United? Luton probably it's gonna be way too big a stretch for them. So Luton, Bournemouth. And then somebody could be anyone. I'm going to go Luton, Sheffield United, 
and Forest. Yeah, could be really interesting down the bottom. Again, because yeah. it was tight last year. But we don't talk about that, mate. Um, yeah, well, it seems like Everton won't have leads to help help them stay up. <laughs> no, Wolves could be dodgy this year. Yeah, yeah, Forest, Wolves, Bournemouth, Palace, Everton. Brentford have lost Tony. Surely they've got enough there. Yeah, Wisser and Umbomo. 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 We're going to need to get lessons. Maybe we do some YouTube searches before that, before we do this. Gavardiol. 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 You don't have to deal with Gundawan this year. I You're know. safe. It's a shame. All right, guys. Good stuff. Love it. See you next week. Let's go. All right. Good luck. Week one, but not too much.